Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. This episode is being produced for GoodCrowd.info, and we're excited to have with us Gabby Porras and Paul Wilson. Gabby's a student at BYU-Hawaii, and she's a team leader for a team doing a crowdfunding campaign that you're going to want to learn more about. Paul is the social entrepreneurship instructor there at BYU-Hawaii, and we're excited to have him on the show, so you won't want to miss this episode. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Gabby and Paul, welcome. We're thrilled to have you. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be here. Thanks, Devin. I want to just get clear that the weather in Hawaii is probably better than the weather here in Salt Lake City today. Um, Just... Just to make me feel worse, it's about noon there, I think. What's the temperature? It is 78 degrees here. Yeah, it's it's about 40 degrees cooler today here in Salt Lake. And that's an important 40 degrees, I will just note. But okay, enough about the weather. Uh, Gabby, tell us about this crowdfunding campaign that you're doing. So right now, our team is partnering with a entrepreneur in Ghana, who may speed a jewelry. We were working with her to try to get her funding to kind of kickstart her idea and kind of empower her in her dream to start a jewelry company. So the current project we're working is all the funding goes to her. And we're hoping like in the next six days that we can get her enough funding to really get the raw materials and, um, and kind of develop it so that she can get good quality pictures up on like a digital site within like the end of the campaign. How did you find her? So... We have been, as soon as we kind of knew where we were going to be going, we wanted to find people who knew, had experience in Africa. So we went and we found, we have five students on our campus who are from the African continent. And so we found them and we talked to them and asked if they wanted to be involved. And two of them knew of people that they um, had skills and thought that they would like to develop them and kind of start their own companies. And so they reached out to all of their contacts and the two students, Prince specifically, would be the student who recommended this young lady. Well, it sounds like this is a pretty efficient process, that uh, you haven't wasted a lot of money flying back and forth to Ghana. You haven't uh, spent a lot of, um, you've also included people from Ghana, so this isn't uh, uh, kind of the the white savior approach, we'll tell you what you need to do, but you've worked with them closely. Sounds like great, great thinking so far. Tell us a little bit more about the the woman you're helping. So Patience is 22 years old. She is currently studying to do accounting or finance. And she has been working with beaded things. She has like a passion for crafting. And she'll like sell things occasionally to her neighbors, kind of on a very small scale. And she's always kind of thought like in her head, like she wants to continue doing stuff. Um, But she hasn't had the resources or the money to get enough raw materials. And so... When she was talking to us, even when she was sending us pictures, she was like, I can do all of these things, and she'd send us this long list. But she just didn't have, like, the resources or the ability to get um, funding for any of those things. And when we were talking to her about crowdfunding campaigns, even, she was so unfamiliar. It was like a foreign concept to her that this could happen. And we were like, well, let, let us try for you. And so she was excited, and she sent um, – she's been working so, so great with us because we've been requesting – videos and it's hard I mean it would would have been so much easier right to just fly there and be able to just talk to her in person get all the things we needed but like I think that's part of why it's been so valuable because we've learned so much about 
crowdfunding in Africa just through talking to her yeah. and really interacting with her. Now, there is a, a, an idea that uh, people in Africa can connect with their uh, diaspora communities around the world, especially in the developed world for fundraising. And uh, I haven't yet seen that work. I, I keep hearing it as an idea. What I continue to see working is organizations uh, crowdfunding in the U.S. on behalf of people in Africa. That seems to work. How's the crowdfunding campaign going? You know, it's, it's going okay, and we've ran into a similar issue. So one of uh, the, our secondary objective, we were invited to uh, teach crowdfunding. So this team of students and myself uh, were invited out to Congo, and we leave next week to teach crowdfunding to the Congolese, to the Republic of Congo. And so the whole reason that we reached out to patients initially was to better understand crowdfunding in Africa. And one of the things that we learned is it's extremely difficult. There, the only real platform out there is a fund to fund with South Africa, but you have to have a South African bank account to do it. Uh, and then the other challenge that we ran into is in August, PayPal pulled back all their crowdfunding uh, support. So no crowdfunding platform can use PayPal, which Congo is supported. They can use PayPal. Uh, we can't, patients can't over in Ghana. But with that option gone, that took out Indiegogo for the Congolese. And with Ghana, there's, there's nothing there. And so we had to be very creative with this Indiegogo platform to be able to help her do that. But it is the same thing where we're reaching out to our own networks, and it's not really the Ghanan people uh, fundraising this. Yeah, and that, that uh, would be sort of what I would expect. And, in fact, it would be Gabby and her friends that uh, are really going to have to be responsible for building the network and finding the people to, to crowdfund. So um, great insights. Uh, Paul, tell us a little bit about the program Gabby's a part of. So the we have, it's really an entrepreneurship lab uh, that we do every week, and that's where this whole team is part of. Gabby is the project lead on it, but the other four students are just as in step with her working on it. And BYU Hawaii is the most diverse uh, undergraduate school in the United States. So we have students from all over the world. So every week we meet for two hours and these students work on social entrepreneurship projects, real projects that they're working on in their country. So when the Congo opportunity came for um, to go teach crowdfunding. It came from a former crowdfunding, uh, excuse me, a former BYU-Hawaii student. And w previously, when I was an adjunct at BYU-Hawaii, um, I taught crowdfunding, and we were really engaged there, and that's how they became familiar with it. So this group of students is part of the same sort of program we have here at BYU-Hawaii that the former student was a part of. So he was excited to also have a team of students come out as well. That's tremendous. So, uh, Gabby, how do you how are you enjoying the program? It is so cool. It is like it's just a hub of 
probably the most amazing people on our campus. And it also creates just this really neat network with people who've kind of alumni who've been there before. And I've talked to just this semester, like four wildly successful entrepreneurs that came out of this little lab that they were in and they kind of networked there. But I mean, I have loved it just because I've gotten to learn from so many people. We have people who are doing ins- like insane movements and just helping so many people around the world. And I just get to kind of like observe and like be a part of in some way all of these unique, cool, crazy projects. And this is kind of like one of those projects, but it's it's just it's an insane opportunity. And the diversity of our school just adds so, 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 so much to it. Because um, you just don't, like, when when do you get to, like, sit in a room with, like, people from the Philippines and Mexico and Tonga and everywhere, like, everywhere around the world, and they're just talking about, well, this is a need here, this is a need here, how can we help? And then they actually do it. Um, it's funny to talk about it, but it's a place of action. There's things happening every week. Well, it is an exciting uh, context. Gabby, uh... Clearly, Patience looks up to you and admires you. Uh, she must think of you as kind of a hero. But who do you look up to and think of as a hero or a role model? That is a good question. I think, so I'm a senior now, and all of my professors here, I think, have just been so amazing. Like, there's so many teachers I've had here that have just helped in different ways help me get the skills that I needed to, like, do what we're doing on this project, but, like, also in the future when I graduate um, specific. If I was thinking of somebody right now, very specifically, I would actually give another student in our Enactus group. Her name is Carolina. 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 And she has a clothing company um, that she's working on in Mexico, and she's just so neat. She's really cool. And, uh, Paul, why on earth have you, apart from the weather, settled on teaching social entrepreneurship at BYU-Hawaii? Yeah, so I came to BYU-Hawaii in 2013 to 2015 as a volunteer adjunct teacher. I was actually doing my own business and also working with a venture capitalist business. And uh, as I worked with the students, it was only supposed to be a one-year engagement. I extended it to another year. At 2015, we moved back to the mainland, and I missed fiercely. The students, and that is the absolute reason. I, the career that I had before coming here, uh, was just on its projection upward. But I can't articulate the satisfaction and fulfillment in teaching. Uh, not just I, I enjoy teaching, and I've taught in other universities, but teaching here at BYU Hawaii. So BYU Hawaii, our sister. Uh, schools are known for entrepreneurship, are known for technology. BYU-Hawaii really has a corner on social entrepreneurship. These students uh, give their all. I worked with a student who was a former child slave at the Ivory Coast uh, with the cocoa beads, and they really know what these struggles are. This isn't something where we're in a classroom saying, oh, that must be horrible. This is something that they have lived through. And that's just one student of many. I've seen these students scratch to get here, scratch to stay here because it's not cheap to live in Hawaii. And then they return back to their home and make a tremendous impact. The student that we're going, the former student that we're going to in Congo, his name's Yango. And he, what he's doing there, this is his fourth annual entrepreneurship uh, conference and really empowering the Congolese is phenomenal. 
And so I, I can't imagine once I had that encounter with these students that I wouldn't return. That's amazing. Gabby, what's your superpower? That's a great question because <laughs> I think probably and for this specific semester it's been just organizing, which sounds like so simple, but it was just we had like limited understanding at the very beginning of what was needed and um, we did not have any we couldn't have predicted all the different little road bumps and challenges that like crowdfunding in Africa has. And so I think just this semester specifically, like the biggest thing that I've added to our team is just organizing us kind of um, getting getting us like on point and like kind of timelining things and figuring out when things need to get done it's so like it's so silly and simple but it's I think that's probably my biggest contribution lately Gabby is the ultimate project manager like every person on our team is amazing uh, and they all work hard but Gabby has really organized the chaos as it was what we are trying to figure out, what we're doing, because there's another element in this whole thing where we're doing academic research around all of this and jumping through all those hoops, because I'm not an academic by nature. And, like, her and the team have gone, so they're taking on a lot. They're doing a crowdfunding project, they're preparing to teach in Congo, and we're doing academic research. And it's been a sprint for uh, several months. <laughs> it's several been months. pretty crazy. But I attribute a lot of our success to Gabby's leadership because she really has uh, corralled the students and the other students as well. We, we're only taking four, but there's five, and we only had enough funds with the school, which is unfortunate. But the fifth one is also right there with us working to make this happen. So it's pretty amazing, actually. So, Gabby, tell us how people can find this crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. Yes, it's on Indiegogo. The campaign itself is called Pangea Empowerment Patient Speeds. Um, and when you go on the page, you can kind of see all the different rewards that are offered, but also if you want to just donate, you can. Um, and it, it also explains a little bit more about like the project, just talks about what Pangea Empowerment is about and kind of what the future of it will be, hopefully in future semesters. And... Yeah, on Indiegogo, pretty much. You can go to our, our Facebook page, uh, Pangea Empowerment. So if you search Pangea, um, the connecting of all the continents, P-A-N-G-E-A, Empowerment. And that's the name that our team gave what we're doing is we're trying to bring everyone together through technology. Fantastic. Well, I think it's a wonderful campaign. I wish you every success, and thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank, Thank you, you Devin. So we much. really appreciate your time. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devin hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. 
Learn more about Devon's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.